0: Welcome to the Main Street Preps High School Football Preview Show. Nobody brings you more comprehensive coverage of high school sports in Middle Tennessee than Main Street Preps. Today's show is brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Remember, fans don't let fans drive drunk. Now, please welcome the host of the Main Street Preps High
1: School Football Preview Show. Hello and welcome into the Main Street Preps High School Football Preview Show. I'm Russell Vinozzi. Uh, Excited to be talking about the third round of the TWA playoffs this week. We've got a great show lined up for you today. In just a moment, we're going to talk to Franklin Road Academy coach Justin Geisinger, ahead of his team's showdown with Christ Presbyterian Academy in the Division II AA semifinals. We will also talk storylines entering the third round and also make predictions for some of the top third round games. Before we do all that, though, I want to remind everybody this show is brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office, where fans don't let fans drive drunk got a lot to get to so let's dive right into it now with justin geisinger from fra who's going to join us here on screen justin thanks for being here today
2: absolutely ross thanks for having me so justin uh
1: let's start with a big picture question here uh obviously your second year at fra and you guys are in the state semifinals uh pretty good benchmark there for for the second year in charge i get, you know is this pretty much how you guys drew it up and what where you were hoping to be in in year two
2: Um, No, I mean, I I don't think, um, you know, us never being an outcome-oriented coaching staff or team, um, it it was really simply process-focused. Really, we looked at last year as year zero, kind of coming in late um, and, um, you know, inheriting a good group of guys and and inheriting some good coaches. I was really fortunate to that and able to have some come down with me from, from Pope John Paul as well. But um, you know, it was really about implementing our 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 mission and our process within our program. Our mission is to live and compete like Christ, and our process is win the one. Uh, we really live by that WTO. You'll see those letters all over the place within our program for a long time. Um, you know, it's it's a permanent process for us, and that really stems at not win the one game or the championship or the accolade or the stat line. We want those things, but. Um, You know, we want our kids to win that one moment in front of them, whatever it is in life, whether it's a a test, a conversation with mom or dad, a a practice, a game, what have you. um, That's really what we want to live by. So really coming in and and implementing our process. Our kids really did a great job last year of buying in, uh, especially our senior group from last year who really, you know, didn't have to do that. You know, when you look at hey, new coach, new staff coming in one year, is this really worth? changing all this and really and really jumping all in and they really did and they really helped lead our current group of seniors who was really a productive group from last year and into this year as well
1: so that formula has obviously been working for you guys so far and it will be put to the test again here friday against cpa of course that was your only loss of the season so far to this point fra is 11 and 1 what did you guys learn from that first matchup against cpa that you might be able to implement this week and and maybe help you yeah. out there and get a better result.
2: Yeah, I mean I think, you know, it, it's nice that we played them, you know, just a little over 3 weeks, I guess it'd be 4 weeks ago from when we played them this Friday. So, um having the familiarity of them from this year, um obviously it's a familiar program um with us at FRA, but um, you know, uh, re- uh, you'll take this first they are an extremely extremely talented football team. I mean, that's that's given obviously with their body of work this year and you know, from from prior years, um, it, it's a prideful program. You know, Coach Martin does a good job with those guys over there. Um, but he's got talented, talented football players all over the field. So there's not really not a whole lot of weakness to their team. Um, I think defensively, they're one of the stronger defenses in the state if you look at them, just their personnel and the guys that they have. Um, have a powerful offense. Have the ability um, to really have a strong running game um, with it. You know. The, in their inside outside zone game, and you know they have the ability to take the top off and take shots down the field and really hurt you with an explosive play as well. so um yeah, I mean they're a talented team, uh, they're disciplined, you know they play hard, um, and obviously, um, you know they've been there, and they've done that you know for for a number of years, been at this point of the postseason and and they understand um, how to play in these situations, you know for us, for our guys. Um, this is, this is kind of uncharted while we talk about kind of uncharted waters for our, for our program in quite a while. So at being in this point, so that's exciting, but at the same time, I think our guys are grounded with that and, um, you know, are, are looking forward to capping off a good week of preparation.
1: So Justin, let's dive into some of the strengths of your team this year. Ty Clark, the third, somebody we've probably got to start with here. He's a Mr. Football semifinalist there in division two, AA, a having a phenomenal senior season. Uh, in the regular season, he had nearly 1,500 rushing yards and 26 touchdowns. What's allowed Ty to perform at such a high level this year?
2: Uh, I mean, I think from the physical standpoint, you see it. I mean, you see it on his on his tape. If you've watched any of our games this year, um, he's he's an explosive football talent. Um, and He's very good in all phases of the game as a running back. He he's a he's he's a strong runner. Um, he's got good vision. He catches the ball well out of the backfield. He's great in pass protection. So. Um, he, he does all those things well, um, but I think what separates Ty from other good backs or other good football players is um, the, the type of person he is, the type of leader, um, type of integrity and character this young man has a second to none. Um, you talk to any of our administrators, uh, our faculty, uh, teachers that are around them, I mean, he's, a, he's a true ambassador for our school, not just the football team, because that's not really what we're about at FRA. We're about, you know, being a really renaissance type of young man and being being well-rounded in all facets of what they're a part of here at FRA. And he's part of a lot and has impacted a lot of people in this school, not just our football team, but our school in general. And that's really what makes him who he is. Um, you know, the, the the God-given ability and talent has come with it. Um, and that's been exciting, but the type of young man, type of student he is, type of leader um, is, um, is really what separates him.
1: Yeah. You, you can't ask much more from, from one guy than all of that. So and And clearly, college programs have started to take notice too. I know his recruitment uh really has only started to pick up recently he 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 got an offer from Wake Forest this week. I believe that's his first power five offer. Is that sure. something you think will continue to pick up here late in the recruiting cycle is does he have a chance to be a a real late riser there on the recruiting scene?
2: I mean, I I certainly think it's it's possible and probable. I mean, I think, um, you know, I was really, really happy to see that with him and Wake um, last evening. But, um, yeah, I mean, you talk about a kid that's going to add something more to your program than just from the X's, O's and the transactional standpoint of being a really elite running back and an elite football player. Um, what he's going to add to the locker room creates an entire different dimension. That's going to be separate him th- from what I think is a lot of good talented football players. Um, you know, and you look at the high academic FBS programs like Wake forest um, all the Ivy leagues, obviously have been, been, you know, obviously all over him from that standpoint um, you know, that's him. I think those type of schools are what fits him the best. Cause like I said, it, football is really important to him and he loves football, but um, he understands football will end at some point one day, even if he's fortunate enough to go to the professional level, it will end. Um, you know, and he's he's you talk about the maturity of a young man at his age. He understands that and he recognizes that. And I think Franklin Road Academy has set him up to be to have that mindset as well, because really that's that's what we're about here.
1: And another guy that's starting to pick up some interest from schools is Bobby Council Jr. Uh, he's having a great year as well. Does a little bit of everything for FRA, but he was named the region defensive player of the year. How valuable has it been to have somebody like Bobby, not only on defense, but also what he's able to do in, in other facets of the game as well?
2: Yeah, I mean, Bobby's Bobby's a um, pretty unique talent. Um, and again, you see it. Um, he was athlete of the year for the middle region last year. He was defensive player of the year for the middle region this year. Um, yeah, I mean, he's a special player. Um, he's our punter. Um, he's he is a significant- contribu- uh, contributor at our tight end spot on offense does a lot of things on the ball off the ball for us there and then obviously on defense um you know we 're able to move him around and 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 um he's simply he 's a playmaker um he is um uh, but again just just a phenomenal young man too a guy that's fully bought in elected as a team captain along with ty um So um, two, two, you talk about two standout leaders for our team that have also produced, you know, being a a phase of leadership production is a piece of that. Um, And they have produced for multiple years, Um, big years last year. We've had big senior seasons this year and they will be an integral part of, of, you know, however long this thing continues on for us this season. So um, I'm just blessed and fortunate to have been able to work with them for two years. I wish I had them for four, but um, it's been fun. With
1: you being an offensive line guy, we've got to talk about offensive line a little bit. And I think everybody this past week uh, that follows the Titans, maybe the past few weeks has seen that, you know, that team is is broken in a lot of ways. But especially uh, with the offensive line woes, that, that's just kind of snowballs into a whole bunch of issues for the offense and, and the team in general. Uh, you walked into a si- situation at FRA where you had a couple of top-ranked linemen, Joe Crocker, who's now at Louisville, obviously Luke Masterson. Uh, still with the team this year as a senior, and then several other guys as well up front that are that are making those holes for for Ty Clark and and your quarterback uh, Logan Kennard and everybody else. But I guess how beneficial was it to have some stability there on the offensive line, some strength on the offensive line to sort of set the tone for the rest of the team and, and set up the offense and and everybody else.
2: No, oh, no, no question. I mean, yes, I'm an offensive line. Maybe I'm biased. I'm an offensive line guy by training at heart, but. Uh, You know, I don't care. Any coach at any level is going to tell you that's that's the heartbeat of your group. Um, Ty Clark, who's a captain, obviously, and like I said, an ambassador for everything we do, will tell you that is the heartbeat of this group. Um, So, yeah, Luke Masterson, the guy obviously with um, tremendous, tremendous still upside, even as a senior, um, you know, phenomenal athlete, um, obviously a UNC commit and they're getting a great one there. Um, but you know he's one of the five um, you know and really we've got six or seven guys that have contributed for us in that area this year that are a really close-knit group you know you, you look usually your closest knit group on the team is those guys and it's no different here uh, those guys are super close all the way across the board um, and it, it was great to see some of those guys get recognized um, in all region selections this year they deserve it um, you know, they've been, they've been phenomenal, um, you know, and and they've done a great job. You know, we're, we're a team that needs to be able to run the ball effectively. I think at any level of high school football, you better have some type of run game that you have to hang your hat on. And those guys take a lot of pride in that. And, um, I've been really proud of their response this year and, uh, their leadership. And it's been, it's been fun to be a part of.
1: We've touched on some of the big name guys across your team, but, at, at any position here, I mean, who are a couple of names that have really stepped up this year that, that maybe haven't gotten the same kind of recognition uh, that you want to highlight? Is there anybody that comes to mind there?
2: You know, it'd be hard. It'd be hard because, you know, it, one, you know, our program's not based off of um, individual talents or accolades or stats. Obviously, you know, you've got to have good players and, and, and um, good talent to to be a productive team. But we feel like there's been, you know, really all close to 60 guys on our roster. Um, have been an integral part of our success, Um, you know, and that's whether they've been scout team players, guys that are still working to get on the scout team, guys that are um, first teamers, three-year starters, four-year starters, all the way up to a lot of our first-year starters. We have several freshmen um, on our team this year. Um, Amari Sanders starting safety for us as a freshman. Um, You know, um, Quadeer Fletcher has been a starting inside linebacker for us as a freshman. Baron Zenner, has played a lot of inside linebacker and um, tight end and F on offense for us as a freshman. Um, Keelan Neal uh, is our starting right tackle Was a first team all region selection as a freshman offensive lineman, which is really impressive. So those are, you know, you talk about some young guys in our program we're really excited. Those are just a few um, on a deep freshman class we're excited about. But um, in between all the way up, you know, there's been, there's been guys at every class that have really, um, you know, found their role embrace that role, whether that's a role that they wanted or a role that, hey, I really want to work towards a, a different role on this team. They've embraced that and understood that that, that, that role is is important, regardless of, of where it is within the program at this point.
1: I started with sort of a big uh, picture question, and I'll end with one uh, here too, sure. Justin, but you talked a lot about how uh, the focus these these couple first couple years has been about building the team culture, getting that um, that process down and, and not necessarily Absolutely. worrying about the results too much and sure. kind of understanding that those would take care of themselves, themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's what's happened. You guys have been successful result wise. So, sure. so now moving forward, how do you guys sustain that level of success and even take it to the to the next level in, in years to come?
2: Yeah, no, that's a great question. And I think it's um, exactly what you said. It's continuing to hammer our process, right? Um, we can't control wins and losses. Um, you know, that's, that's the outcome. All we talk about is we can control is our response or our, Um, you know, events are, are given to us. We can influence events, uh, but we can't control them. The next event we have as far as football is just happens to be CPA at their place at seven o'clock on Friday. So um, but there's a lot of events between now and Friday that, that we can control up to that point to help hopefully impact, you know, the outcome. Um, so, you know, I just feel like teams that are strictly outcome and transactionally oriented as far as wins and losses um, really aren't going to see what the outcome can be at the highest level because that's their focus instead of, you know really focusing on the controllables within their program and that's something that as a coach I've really worked hard to look at and evaluate over my career and that's that's what I feel like has been central to our success as our team's culture is is healthy and strong still not where we want it yet uh there's still a lot of growth just really being in our first full year coming off an off season from last year so that's what's exciting is there's still so much growth left um and potential and and if you're not always looking to grow then you're probably stalling somewhere so that's, that's what we'll continue to do. And, and, and we'll go and we'll see what happens from there.
1: Certainly will be fun to watch. Justin, thanks for all your time today and best of luck this week against CPA.
2: Thanks, Russell. Appreciate it.
1: All right. That has been Franklin Road Academy football coach, Justin Geisinger. Really appreciate him taking some time out of his week as they are preparing, preparing for a big game there on Friday. Uh, out at the lion's den we are going to take a quick break now and then come back with some storylines for the third round so stick around
0: it was just a few drinks i'm good i thought it was good
1: after every game we always have a few it's no big deal it was no big deal hey i can hold my liquor I could hold my liquor.
0: As an all agent in Gallatin, Larry Maynard knows many local families. His knowledge and understanding of the people in this community helps him provide customers with outstanding service. Give Larry a call at 615 452 1500. Macon Bank and Trust Company is a proud supporter of the Gallatin Green Wave. For over 100 years, Macon and Bank and & Trust has offered a true hometown banking experience to help you meet your financial goals. We are local people with local decision-making and ready to serve you. Don't let pain keep you from doing the things you love. With our world-class physicians, Houston Clinic Orthopedics will have you back enjoying your life in no time. From ortho care to physical therapy and more, visit our website to book an appointment. Houston Clinic Orthopedics, when experience matters. Craving the juiciest, most delicious burgers in Dixon? look no further. Luke's Burgers and Breakfast has got you covered. Whether you're in the mood for a mouth-watering cheeseburger or a breakfast burrito, we have it all. Our secret? Only the freshest ingredients, cooked to perfection
1: every time. So, why settle for ordinary when you can have extraordinary? Come on down to Luke's Burgers and Breakfast, where every bite is an experience. We are back here on the Main Street Preps High School Football Preview Show talking third-round storylines, and we have got to start with just the sheer amount of rematches that are happening across the land here in Tennessee high school football. The brackets are, of course, set up in a way that strong regions uh, or regions with several strong teams do set up for rematches at some point in the playoffs, and that has certainly happened here uh, with a number of top-ranked teams across the area. Of course, there's Ravenwood at Brentwood, Liberty Creek at East Nashville, CPA at FRA, Centennial at Page, Marshall County at Pearl Comb, Oakland at Riverdale, and Macon County at Upperman. just to name some of the uh, most notable ones there. we will be interesting to see if any of the underdogs in those matchups can uh, change the result from the first time around when those teams met. A lot of these games, were because they were region games, happened late in the season some even as recently as two or three weeks ago. Uh, so these teams are all familiar with each other, and it will be interesting to see if any uh, results are different this time around. So I've got my eye on that slate of rematches there here in the third round. And how about NBA? Can they keep the magic going? They huge win for them over Innsworth last week, 17-14 to 14, on a walk-off field goal, and it was really three plays that made the difference. It was Jordan Diani's blocked field goal at the end of regu- reg- regulation that, Uh, Of course, Innsworth would have won right there at the buzzer had that gone in. There was also Jake Moore forcing a fumble on the first play of overtime. Sam Hall picking that up to give NBA possession. And then Marty Uvard sent the field goal unit out on the first play. Liam Hackett nailed a 27-yard walk-off field goal to send the Big Red to the state semifinals, which a couple months ago that was uh, maybe unspeakable because NBA was 0-4. On the verge of going 0-5 uh, in a tough game to Father Ryan, that they were able to actually come back and win uh, to avoid going 0-5. And, and ever since then, they've played a lot better. I believe since that point, they've only lost to McCauley and Baylor. Of course, two of the top-ranked teams there in Division II at AAA and potentially uh, a state title meeting there. We'll see how it goes for them. But potentially they are a uh, could be the two best teams in that league, in that classification, I should say. But NBA has uh, made things interesting here. They have now won four of their last five games, and they've got to travel to Macaulay now, and and they did lose 35-0 there earlier in the year. But you've got to play the games, and NBA has completely turned its season around since the last time it played Macaulay. So I've got my eye on this game, uh, certainly as a long shot uh, there, but could be be an upset to, to look for. So we'll see if NBA can sort of keep that run going. And another team... That's had some magic here in the playoffs. Davidson Academy. The bears are now 10 and two. They play at Boyd Buchanan and the division two double a state semifinals. Of course, Boyd Buchanan is undefeated and led by Tennessee high school football coaching legend, Gary Rankin. So the bears certainly have their work cut out for them, but you can't count them out yet because, uh, even when it looked like they were, uh, on the verge of elimination last week, Knox Roberts hit Joshua Bolden on what was essentially a hail Mary on fourth and 20, uh, got in the end zone for a touchdown in the final seconds there to down Lausanne and to keep their season alive. So we'll see if the Bears can get to their first Division II AA state title game after having quite a bit of success uh, in recent years in Division II single A. Uh, would be a big moment for that program to get to the Blue Cross Bowl in this higher classification. And moving on down to Division II single A, uh, Middle Tennessee Christian and F- Friendship Christian could be on a collision course here. Uh, as we move closer to the Blue Cross Bowl. Uh, we are, of course, guaranteed an all-mid-state final because Columbia Academy is playing MTCS and Nashville Christian is playing uh, Friendship Christian. So no matter who advances, we will have uh, area representation on both sides in that game. And obviously, uh, it's hard to weigh results from week one at this point, but MTCS did beat Columbia Academy 33 33- to 31 in triple overtime in Week 1. That game was an absolute classic. Um, Should be a great semifinal game there. and uh, If somehow MTCS can pull out another win over Columbia Academy and Friendship Christian can hold off Nashville Christian, who is also playing well in the playoffs here with Jared Curtis uh, putting up some big numbers there at quarterback. But if both those things happen, we will get a rematch between two Mr. Football semifinalists at running back, and that's Tyson Walcott, Eli Wilson. Both guys have put up just video game numbers this year would be a lot of fun to see them face off in Chattanooga for a title that's all we've got for the storylines for this week so we're going to take another quick break and then come back with predictions for the third round so stick around for that it was just a few drinks
0: I'm good I thought it was good
1: after every game we always have a few it's no big deal it was no big deal hey hey I can hold my liquor. I thought I could hold my liquor. Welcome to the GR Group at Cry Like Realtors. Our team is comprised of seasoned veterans, military spouses, and other real estate professionals with strong ties to the military community. We specialize in helping our clients buy and sell homes, as well as providing comprehensive services for commercial and land properties. Whether you're relocating to the area interested in buying or selling a home or looking for commercial or land properties, the GR Group has the expertise and resources to help you achieve your real estate goals. Contact the GR Group today.
0: Founded in 2005, Pamela Witt, First Linux Solutions has a reputation of consistently offering the lowest possible rates and above all providing outstanding customer service. Pamela Witt First Lending Solutions takes pride in treating our clients with honesty and integrity. We provide excellent service and experience you can trust for all your mortgage needs, proudly serving all of Tennessee. Apply today. Call Pamela Witt First Lending Solutions, 858-518-1506 or online at www.firstlendingonline.com. NMLS number 314276, ID 135932.
1: All right, getting ready for our final segment here on the Main Street Preps High School Football Preview Show. It's my favorite part of the show, and that is when we make picks for this week's top games. Last week, it was that Innsworth uh, botched field goal and overtime loss that kept me from having a 10-0 week. That's okay, though. I can settle for 9-1. That's a lot better than I've been doing recently. We've had a a lot of 6-4, 7-3 type weeks here, Uh, not Not great, definitely below where I'd like to be, but for the season, I'm 94-36, and inching back up the standings in our staff-wide pick them. and hopefully we can continue to do more of that this week here in the third round. Let's take a minute to look at five of the top games. Of course, you can find our full picks for the top ten games in the area this week at MainStreetPreps.com, and that'll give you a good cross-section of what all of our reporters and editors uh, from across the area are thinking might happen this Friday. First up, we've got Oakland at Riverdale in Class 6A. This is a rematch of an absolute classic from a few weeks ago in which Riverdale pulled out a 25-24 to 24 win on a two-point conversion pass from Brayden Graham to Braylon Vanderbilt. It was Riverdale's first win over Oakland since 2012. So not an easy thing to do to beat Oakland. Uh, they do get them at home this time, Riverdale does, so that should help. But Oakland and Kevin Creasy are a, a team that – they might get fooled once a season, <laughs> once every couple of seasons, but twice in one season would be surprising. So uh, with uh, Dewan Morris, Ashton Jones, and that Oakland backfield, and just all the guys they've got on defense, I think that Oakland's going to find a way to get a little bit of revenge here and pull out a win. I'm giving the Patriots a 24-24 to 24 victory, 28-24, to 24, excuse me, victory and have them move it on to the state semifinals once again. But should be a, a great game there that could go either way. How about the Battle of the Woods down in Williamson County? Ravenwood at Brentwood. Again, this is a rematch of a game that happened, I believe, three weeks ago. Brentwood won that game 17-0 to and uh, really kind of controlled the pace there. Didn't put up a lot of points, but they didn't need to with the way their defense played. So uh, Brentwood's still undefeated at this point. Ravenwood also had a nice season, uh, dealing with some injuries here and there, but they've been able to make up for that, especially in the backfield with Davis Dallin, Caden Pace, and some other guys stepping up for Carter Pace. Uh, so they've they picked up the slack there for him. But it's just hard to bet against Brentwood right now. They've they've had a couple of scares uh, here and there. I believe Kane Ridge gave them a, a pretty decent scare in the first half of their first-round game, but they were able to pull away and win about 28-7 to seven or so. Believe it was at least a three score game there. So Brentwood is battle tested despite that undefeated record, and I think they are going to be able to pull this one out at home. I'm giving it to them 24 to 20. FRA at CPA. Of course, that was the game we were talking about with Justin Geisinger. This is kind of a budding rivalry now that FRA has really elevated its play over the last couple of seasons. Uh, But CPA. Won that first game 24 to 7. I don't see this one having a different result, even if FRA does make it closer, especially if they can cut down on the turnovers that were a big issue in the first meeting. I've still got CPA taking it 28 to 20 uh, to 14, excuse me, and moving on to the Blue Cross Bowl once again. Liberty Creek at East Nashville. Uh, Liberty C- Creek has come on real strong here over the past month. Brian Rager having a great senior season. Uh, Mac Tuggle, I believe, had 150 yards rushing last week he's up for our main street preps player of the week but east nashville has got a loaded backfield with Kalen anderson uh keith johnson those guys have been getting it done Tez teslam at quarterback he's a junior so they've got all those guys coming back next year but they're uh they're primed for a run this year and i think uh east nashville is going to keep this thing going and win on friday 28 to 20 and lastly here we have centennial at page uh and this was a great ga- game the first time around. Page pulled it out 24-12, to 12, and I think they're going to do something similar here. I've got Page winning 28-17. to 17. That'll do it for my picks, and that is all the time we've got for today. So thanks for tuning in to the Main Street Preps High School Football Preview Show. Stay tuned to MainStreetPreps.com for football coverage across the area, and we'll see you back next week here on the show. Talk to you then.
0: You've been watching the Main Street Preps High School Football Preview Show. Nobody brings you more comprehensive coverage of high school sports in Middle Tennessee than Main Street Preps. Join us each week at this time on Main Street Media TV to get the latest news about high school football. The Main Street Preps High School Football Preview Show is brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office.